0: Becky Dean did a great job interviewing our people who went on uh, those trips. And Great Hills, um, wow, this is like my favorite Sunday of the year. We get to talk about all the great things God is doing in our church, through our church. Uh, for those of you that are first-time guests, my name is uh, Danny Forshee. Uh, I've been the pastor here for a little over eight years, and we love, love Great Hills and what God is doing uh, in our midst. And I'm going to take just a couple of minutes just to kind of wrap things up. The Becky pointed out some important things that that are in your bulletin. Let me just reiterate what she said a moment ago. There is a list of the works that uh, we're involved in both sides. Some are local, the others are more international. And so we're asking you just kind of look over those, pray over those and um, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He could very well be prompting you and encouraging you to go and participate in one of those also the missions uh, sunday commitment card i've already filled mine out and so i've got my name i've checked all the boxes and ashley and i are so so excited to be able to every month. Well, actually every other week we get paid, so that's when we give to our missions um, uh, offering. And so, uh, Becky mentioned this, and, and here's my here's my little offering. Nate, you'll be happy to get this. This is my uh, tithe check. In addition to our tithe, we put an amount each each time, and it goes directly to our missions. And so, we do have a missions budget here at our church. And so, my pulpit's moving on me. So hold on. Okay, that thing's big. Y'all were impressed I could move that, weren't you? That thing's as big as I am, so. So anyhow, please take this card, and in a few moments when the offering plate is passed, what we're asking you to do is everybody fill out this card, okay? Even if you say, well, I don't really feel called to go to, to be a missionary somewhere, but, and I can only give like $5 a week or $5 a month, hey, that's fine. Just put whatever you, amount you want to put, and then put your name, because we at least want to send you uh, our, our missions monthly newsletter that goes out electronically. So if you would, just fill it out drop it in the missions uh, in the in the plate here in just a minute and we would love for you to uh, to do that so man so excited I, there's like um, two hours worth of things i want to share with you but i'm going to talk to you for about 15 minutes and uh, thereabouts you know what i'm saying 15 minutes or so and then we'll wrap it up and we do want you to Take a moment when you exit the, the campus today, before you leave, go look at some of our, our missions uh, booths. Many of our partners are here. About half of them are here. Take a moment to encourage them, talk to them. But here's the deal. I'm really, really glad you're here, and many of you are watching us online. And so what, what, I'm, what we're hoping is that in this process of testimony, and I don't know if you noticed, we had senior saints, uh, 80 years of age, all the way down to the World boys, you know, at a a young age. And so all the whole gamut uh, of Great Hills members are involved uh, in missions ministry here at Great Hills. And it is one of my passions, as you know, one of my great passions is to take the gospel not only here in our Jerusalem, which is Austin, but also to our great state of Texas, In this great continent of North America and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. And that's our text today is Acts 1-8. And so we're praying that the Holy Spirit, you know, I know he's speaking. He's always speaking. Because when you talk about the heart of God, the thing that is on the heart of God preeminently is that the nations of the world would know his son. Okay? If you're, if you're questioning, you're wondering what well, what's God all about, what is God really interested in, God is interested in the whole world, seven point something billion people having the opportunity that you and I have every single day in the United States of America, and that is to hear the gospel, receive the gospel, and let the gospel transform us so that then we can go and tell the nations, tell the world. So I'm praying that you're listening to me. But really, you're listening to the Holy Spirit, and He's going to put a place on your heart. He'll say Costa Rica, or He'll say South Asia, He'll say Texas, He'll say Austin. And as the Holy Spirit just speaks to you, receive that. Because I know that God loves to speak about the nations on the hearts of His people. It's not a matter if God is speaking, it's a matter if we're listening. And if we're listening, I promise you, you'll get involved and God will use you powerfully. I loved going to South Asia with our teams. You saw us there. I'm hoping to go in in 2019. Can you believe 2019's almost here upon us? And looking forward to see how the Holy Spirit will lead me to go and represent you and to do teaching and to share. And so um, this whole month, uh, we're going to be taking up an offering for our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Lottie Moon is a lady who served the Lord in China. In the 1800s, and so we take up an offering every year. And Great Hills Baptist Church is usually one of the top churches in the state of Texas that gives a monetary gift for our international missionaries, which are a huge number about 5,000 that represent the Southern Baptist Convention from all over uh, America. So, Acts 1 8, let me read this verse to you. And just allow, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and encourage you. And let me say it again, we're delighted that you're here. Many of you are guests. This is a, an anomaly kind of Sunday in that we don't normally uh, take up the whole service like we're doing today, just dedicated to missions, but we'd love to do that every first Sunday in December. So if you have your Bible, open up to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And this is our text, and I'll read it for you. Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, And you will be my witnesses. Well, let, let me read it literally. It says, Acts one but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, you don't see it on the screen, but this verse is very familiar to you, right? You know, the Bible has the Great Commission in all four Gospels and in the book of Acts. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and Acts, they all have their variety or their version of Jesus' last command, which was, go and tell the world. Go and preach the Gospel. Go and make disciples of all the nations. And Jesus Christ was just asked this very interesting question by His disciples. They said, Jesus, when? When will you come again? When will the kingdom of God be established on planet Earth so that everybody will know exactly who you are? And Jesus says, well, that's a good question, but we're not going to talk about that because that really is not what I want to share with you because, you see, that that day is in the future. And that future, and I'm coming again. Acts 1, you can read, and he talks about when he he leaves, he ascends to the Father, he is coming back. But, But in between that time... In between that time when he is ascended to the Father and he comes back to this earth, there's 2,000 years already elapsed. And so Jesus said, listen, I am coming back. But in the meantime, the most important thing for you to remember is this, but you, but you will be my witnesses. The Holy Spirit of God will come upon you. You will receive the power of God itself. And then you will verbalize and you will share and you will tell the world. And look at what Jesus has accomplished. I mean, in 2,000 years, I mean, all over the planet, the name of Jesus Christ is heard, and he is worshiped, and he's loved. And so that's what we're all about. That's what Great Hills is all about. We exist to broadcast the name and the fame and the glory of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're all about. That's, what I'm, that's why God has placed me in Austin, Texas at Great Hills without a doubt. I know I am here so that I can mobilize us and encourage us so that we're not so much interested in our seating capacity, but we're more interested in our sending capacity, (laughs) that we take the gospel to the nations, all right? I love that smattering of applause. That's so sweet, so kind of you. But you shall receive power. Power always precedes witness. Think about that for a moment. The dunamis of God, that's the Greek word dunamis. That's where we get our English word dynamite. When the Holy Spirit of God is operative in your life, and you're walking with God, and the fruit of the Spirit is just emanating out of you, and the gifts of the Spirit are flowing through you, listen, you can not speak. You have to speak of the glory of God and the blessing of Jesus Christ because why, you've received the anointing and the power of God. You say, but I'm not like that, Brother Danny. I don't just witness to people and, and I'm not really interested in going on these mission trips. Then you don't have the Spirit of God. You said, well, wait a minute, time out. What do you mean i don't have this because listen jesus said you receive the spirit then you're my witness so if there's no witness there's no holy spirit then then you got problems <laughs> then you got to work some things out between you and god because here's the deal i didn't i didn't say this brother. i didn't make this up jesus said the spirit comes and he 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 anoints you and you speak the truth whether it's to your neighbors or whether it's to your colleagues whether it's to your family or whether it's to your friends or whoever it may be, the Holy Spirit is on you and you have, glory to God, you have to speak. You have to say, oh, let me tell you how awesome Jesus is and let me just share with you my testimony or let me share with you the gospel. You say, yeah, I, I get that and I, and I would love to be at that point where I could do that. Well, come on now. The spirit of God in you, he is always wanting to come out of you so that you will brag on Jesus Christ. That's why when God saved you, God did not kill you and take you to heaven because he has a purpose for you. He has a plan for you. And that is to live for his son. And if, mm, listen to this. If we're so consumed and concerned with living for God and bragging on His Son, we don't have time for argumentation, we don't have time for division, we don't have time for fussing. All we got time and focus for is to get the gospel of Jesus to as many people in this world as we possibly can, and that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. That's why we are here as followers of Christ, okay. But you shall receive power. And then you will be my witnesses. And then here, this theological, geographical, brilliant outline for the whole book of Acts is given to us in 1-8. After I finish my preaching, the paintings, sermons, and after first of the year, we're gonna jump right into the book of Acts. And we're gonna go through all 28 chapters, verse by verse. Amen. And then in 20 years, Jesus comes again when we finish, okay? So. If- you know me. I'm a Bible teacher. That's, that's, all I, that's all I am, and I love to teach the Bible, and so I'm going to teach you. And then I'm going to take a bunch of you with me, and we're going to retrace Paul's second missionary journey in June of 2020, which by the way, 2020 is going to be a holy hootenanny big-time party at Great Hills Baptist Church because our $7 million debt is going to go to zero plus about a million dollars in the bank. So thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. And can you imagine not paying $57,000 a month for our mortgage? Can you imagine the churches we can plan and the things that we can do? i tell you what, I think the devil's a little intimidated. I think he's a little nervous about Great Hills right now. He better be, he said, amen. And come 2020, thank you, Lord. But here's the plan. Here's the geographical, theological outline for the book of Acts. Jerusalem, help me. Judea, the next one starts with an S. Samaria, and then where? To the ends of the earth. What does that look like for great hills? Our Jerusalem starts with an A, it ends with an N. Somebody help me. That would be Austin. I love me some Austin, Texas. I just, I just got to be honest. I... I love this city, I, I, I get a little offended when people come to me and say, hey, is Austin still weird? I say, no, you're weird. We're, we're not. We're not weird. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little tired of that, you know. I say, no, we're just eccentric, we're a little different, you know, but uh, I love our city. I, and Great Hills, God has firmly planted us in this city to make a difference, to be a light, to be a beacon of hope, to be a, an anomaly. A church in Austin that literally teaches the Bible. I don't know many churches that are, the pastor's going to take one book and go verse by verse by verse throughout the entire book. You say, well, that's not homiletically cool anymore. That, that's not the, the hip thing. Listen, I gave up being cool a long time ago. God not called me to be cool. He called me to preach the Word of God. And so that's, that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to preach, preach the Bible, okay? In Austin. So that what? We can be spiritually obese, and we can just feast upon God's grace and riches, and we can just look at one another and say, aren't we blessed? No. God does that. He blesses and He fills us up so that He can, he can use us, that He can send us, not only in Austin, but to the uttermost parts of the earth. So, Austin, Jerusalem, Judea, Texas, Samaria, North America the uttermost parts of the earth, the nations, the nations of the world. I'm thinking now my, my mind is just racing with the church plants that we're involved in from Toronto to Burbank, California, to the missions work and orphanages in Quito, Ecuador. Think about our precious people in South Asia, which we tried really, really hard to get our brother here today but he was denied entry. He, he could not get out of his country to come to our country, but we really, really tried to get him here. So we'll be paying him a visit next year. But God is working so powerfully in South Asia. And I'm telling you guys, there's one church in all of the world that is focused on this pocket of millions and millions of people in this great country. And that one people, that one church is Great Hills Baptist Church. We are the only people on the planet that know about them enough to care for them, to preach the gospel to them. And we're involved in that. I think about in Northern Africa, the other people group that we're engaged in and we're ministering to. And I I could go on and on as Great Hills as that ripple effect of missions and evangelism and service and ministry and how God is using us. So let me close with this thought with you. You know, all last year, this this year, 2018, we, we talked a lot about, well, let me just give you a pop test. If you're, if you're a, a member here at Great Hills Baptist Church, I'm gonna do a gesture, and I wanna see if any of you can tell me what that gesture means. And I just wanna do this right here. For the one. Do y'all hear that? For the one. And really that, if you could encapsulate the mission of Great Hills Baptist Church, it would be that, to be that people for the one, that we would share the gospel with that one person that God puts in our path. I, I tell you, I'm still amazed at the, at the reports and the things I'm hearing. And, and if you wanna bless me and you wanna encourage me, keep sending me these texts and, and social media posts and private email messages where the Holy Spirit puts you in a place. And I love what Brandon said. And Brandon what was you that said, I, I'm not so, you know, trying to force it. I'm not trying to force God on somebody. Here, here's the thing guys. If you're not not interested in just beating somebody over the head with the Bible, but you're just open to what the Holy Spirit wants to do through you, watch out, come on. God will put you in a place. He will put you before a person where it will be so conspicuous, it'll be so obvious that you'll say, if I don't speak, then I'm going to be blatantly disobedient to God. And so just speak, speak. So here's what happened to me this past week. I've had a couple opportunities to to share with, with people. I went to—I always go to Orlando, Florida the after Thanksgiving. I think it's for like my 13th or 14th year in a row. There's a bunch of pastors who we go, and, and we have this pastor's golf retreat. We have a good time, and, and, and then we, we fellowship. It's a lot of fun. But every time I go, once a year and only once a year, I play golf with a caddy. A caddy. I hit the ball. And he or she goes in the woods and says, here it is. It's where you lost it. It's right here. I'm like, this is amazing, you know? And then I hit it in the water. They go, it's okay. We'll drop another one right here. That's in one, out two. So you're not playing really good, but that's okay. Just put the ball right here. And then I hit it in the sand trap. And they say, it's okay. And they go and they say, you got to hit it out of the sand. It's finished. I hit it out of the sand after about three or four times. I get it out and then they rake it. They rake it for me. I'm like, this is just amazing. And so you have to pay for that, but on this golf course, you, there's, there's a caddy. Well, the first day I played and uh, I did pretty good. I don't wanna embarrass y'all too much I'm with all these pastors, you know, and I had a few pars and I had a few others, Matt, Worrell, a few others, you know what that is. And then the next day, I could not hit the ball to save my life. It was awful. I was like, what, what is my problem? I mean, I was hitting it everywhere, this right. You know, hit the ball right, that's called a slice. If you hit the ball left, that's called a hook. You hit the ball straight, that's called a miracle. All right, so that's, that's what we did. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I've never played that bad. I'm, I didn't have one par the whole, the whole time. I usually have some pars. Sometimes I have some birdies. I didn't, and I was like, this is not good. This is not a good day. And the Holy Spirit says, that's not why you're here. I was like, oh she's the reason you're here. I said, her? Yeah, she was our caddy. She's an LPGA touring pro. And she told me, she says, uh, brother Danny, you've taken me to places on this golf course I've never been in all, <laughs> in all my life. I, I, t- I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and it dawned on me that, okay, okay, forget the score, forget impressing your buddies with your golf game. You need to focus on her. And so her name's Natalie, and uh, she's a phenomenal player. She shot a 61. She won the tour qualifying competition. She's in her 20s. Um, she, she, she knows all about golf. And so I just started a conversation with her, and, and I said, you know, you're about the, the age of my daughter. And I said, you know, my kids, I I have three great kids. And I I was just talking to her about, um, I said, what's an entry here with the gospel with Natalie? I said, my kids, I've always tried to teach them a disciplined work ethic, to work hard at whatever you do. And her eyes lit up. She goes, that's exactly right. Now, you're talking about a pro golfer a pro anybody. They know about discipline, they know about work, they know about ethic, hard work ethic. And so I said, but you know, there's something else I teach my children, and and Hannah and Brian Layton could give you the sermon, there are actually three things. One is a discipline work ethic, second is to be generous, and third is to always share the gospel with people. And that's a recipe for success in life that, that I share with colleges, that I share with my students, I mean my children. And so I got to the second one and she said, what? I said, yes, I teach my kids the, the importance of being generous. She said, being generous. Okay, okay. And then I hit another bad shot, and she followed me around, and then I went to the cart. And then the next hole, she said, Do you mind not walking, I mean, not riding in the cart and walking with me down the fairway? I'd never been invited by a caddy to, to walk with them. She goes, I want, to, I want you to tell me more about what you said about this generosity principle. And I said, well, i will be glad to. So then I started getting excited. I didn't care what I shot anymore. I was just so excited because she's expressing an interest. And so I did. I began to talk to her about being generous. And she goes, I believe you're right. She said, I want to be a generous person. In fact, she says, I'm that lady on the tour. I give everybody a ride. I help with their meals. I do whatever. And people are looking at me like, why are you doing that? They don't, they're never going to pay you back. What do I say to people when they confront me about my generosity? I said, that's a great question. Um, Natalie, let's talk about it. So we we talk about it some more. And then toward the end of the round, I said, Natalie, I really got to ask you a question. Anybody want to take a guess what I asked her? That's exactly what I asked her. I said, Natalie, I sure I've enjoyed talking to you. And, but I just got to ask you, are, are, are you a follower of Jesus Christ? You know, you've been playing all these pastors. That's why we're here. We're here to play golf and fellowship with one another. But I got to ask you this question. And she said, well, you know what? I absolutely am because he has been so very good to me. Come to find out she was a religion major in college. <laughs> had no idea. So here's what I do when I I try to share the gospel with people. Two things, two things, one of two things will happen. So I'm encouraging you with this, whether it's here for the one in Austin or for the one, wherever God leads you. Here's, Here's the deal. When you go and speak your faith, one of two things are gonna happen. That person will not know the Lord and you will have the opportunity to say, I wanna talk to you about Jesus Christ, okay? And they don't know him. And now in Austin, that usually goes really, really well. Now, they may not pray to receive Christ right then, but in Austin, which were very open minded, very tolerant, uh, very, very spiritual city, they will at least let you tell them what you believe about Jesus. And by the way, that, when Jesus said, You are my witness, that, that's what he's talking about. Just tell them. The second thing that will happen when you go to talk to somebody is that they are already a Christian like Natalie, and they will say, thank you for witnessing to me. I'm already a Christian. And then you have fellowship with a brother or sister in Christ. So let me, let me ask you this. How cool is that? What are the prospects of that going south? It's not. I mean, you will be obedient. You'll get to tell somebody about the Lord. And, and your, their response is, is not your problem, okay? Your issue is just to tell them. And it's up to them and God whether they're going to be obedient, respond, and so forth. We just tell them. And if they're already a Christian, we get to celebrate. If they're not a Christian, we get to share the gospel with them. Whoopee! That's a good deal. That, that is a wonderful proposition. So here's how we're going to wrap this up. We are going to say, God, help us. Help us as we finish out this year, as we launch into this next year. Help us to be, help this to be the best year we've ever had with missions, evangelism ministry, service. And on that card, I really do invite you, just write your name and your email and just check, at least check the first box that you'd like to get the information. But I really would encourage you because all of our missions ministry, or almost all of it really is funded through the monthly support that we give. And whatever you give is what Becky takes and she prays with her team and and they decide how many people we get to support really based on this Sunday. OK? And so how much you want to give and support in missions above your tithe is, how, is it really will form our budget as to how many people we can talk to and how many ministries we can collaborate with. so. That with me, that would be great. If you're here today and you're a guest, God bless you. We're so glad, so glad you're here. Love for you to come back, learn more, take a step, take a step toward God, take a step toward our church. Let us love you, let us embrace you, and let us see what great things God's going to do through us. So let me pray for you. We'll have our invitation and got a couple things we're going to share with you, and then we're going to depart. We're so blessed, God. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege of being in the greatest country, in the greatest state the greatest city in the world. Lord, we are so blessed. And we don't take that for granted, God. We are so blessed, so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for the the prosperity that we enjoy, the freedoms that we enjoy. But Lord, we know that you give us this, not so much as a privilege, but Lord, as a responsibility to take it and to use, Lord, what we have for your name and for your fame, for the furtherance of your gospel. I pray today that each one of us, Lord, especially as our membership at Great Hills and pastor included, that we would be very sensitive to you to what you want us to do today, how you want us to support missions. Who is our one? Who is our one this very day that we get to witness to, that we get to pray for, that we get to at least try to start a conversation with? So Lord, speak to us, Holy Spirit, empower us. Forgive us of our disobedience. Forgive us when we quench you and grieve you and when we don't take advantage of those amazing opportunities you place before us. So help us do better. Lord, I know the devil wants to beat us up and tell us how awful we are, but Jesus, you wanna forgive us and say, go get the next one. And that's the voice we wanna listen to today. Not the voice of condemnation, but the voice of a second chance, a third chance. So Lord, today, would you take this invitation? And Lord, when we stand to our feet, Holy Spirit, would you speak cities, speak countries? Speak to us, O oh God. Okay, with your head bowed and with your eyes closed, I want you to listen to this, all right? Here it comes. I've never done this. In all my years of preaching and pastoring and traveling and all, I've never done what I'm about to do. Ooh, man, I'm so excited. Here's what I want you to do. When I finish this prayer, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. When you stand to your feet, Just be open. And if the Holy Spirit says, it's Ecuador, it's China, it's India, it's Austin, it's Round Rock, (laughs) it's Texas. Whatever whatever he says to you, then I just want you to take that to heart, pray about that, and then talk, talk to our missions team. Talk to Becky and say, I believe the Holy Spirit somehow, someway wants me to be available and to help out with a ministry in whatever the Holy Spirit tells you. Now, Becky's gonna get all excited, all right? You're gonna keep her real busy and she's gonna pray with you. She's gonna encourage you of how and help translate what the Holy Spirit was saying to you. Please don't tell me out of all the people that are in this room, when we stand up that the Holy Spirit, he's so big, he's so awesome. Please don't tell me that he's just not gonna speak to you because you're, you know, you're just that one person that he's going to bypass. No. Listen, he may just say to you, it's Austin. So get involved in English as a second language. Get involved in helping us plan our next church. Get involved in this ministry or that ministry and just be open to it, all right? Or if he says whatever he says, he's already said to me, it's, it's, you know, the country that he's put on my heart and I'm going and I'm serving and I'm going to continue to. So here we go. In Jesus name, I pray Amen. Let's stand up. Let's stand to your feet, all right? Let's just stand for a moment. Everybody standing? Okay, we're about to sing a song. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.